you would make a good lesbian. I would. I feel like if you were a lesbian, like the only thing you'd need to be is like, what's up? What's up, bitches? I mean, no. And show your hands. Those are like, you know, for a girl that's trying to get some like deep penetration. I mean, that would you would make a dope lesbian. You I mean, should, I've you should tr- donate I've, your hands I've to tried, the lesbian, you know, with, fraternity. No, it doesn't work because I've been down that road, so. It's not a hand thing. It's my inner aura, Kaz. That's what they're coming for. Okay? Coming for. <laughs> but like, I just, yes. But no, it's not the hands. That doesn't work with the women. I mean, who, it works with the women if you if you have everything else and then you have the hands. It's just like I with mean, a never, with the man, it's not just about his penis. Yeah, but no one's ever said, oh my gosh, your hands. No one. I don't think you surround yourself with enough lesbians. Maybe. I just said that. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, I can dig in. So what used to bother me, for example, was like, I have weird, like, I'm so sorry. This is why I'm as a person. Like, I have weird things where nothing is going down if certain things are going on physically. So like, if your nails are like too long. As a guy? No, as a girl. Uh-huh. I'm just like, but that's, you and Enda. Like I, I get, I don't know. I have like weird panics about where stuff is gonna go. Or yeah. like, if you wear like a lot of lipstick, I'm just like, I'm not gonna kiss you. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm, I'm. So statistically, do you know how much like lipstick women who ingest? Wear? Yeah. And I'm like, you want do me you to join your ingestion? I do. What are they? It's nine pounds a year. Nine pounds of lipstick. Da fuck. Nine pounds of li- like, if you wear it, obviously not, you know. But isn't that just like a bowl of lipstick that you've eaten it at the end is, of the year? Like in your lifetime? Yeah. Did you say a year? No, 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 in a year. So, like, you want wow. to, like, you want me to join you in your ingestion yeah. of, of pig fat. I, like, some things are just, and I, I think they're a bit is weird. It pig so, fat? I don't, I've never actually said, yeah, isn't, isn't lipstick made of pig fat? I have no idea. I can look it up. So, so vegans who wear pig fat are not actually <gasps> fully vegan. Blood twist. There. <laughs> Shake the table, Kaz. Shake. I love it. All you vegans out there. Yeah. <laughs> this is a public service answer. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So I haven't even introduced you. Can Sorry. we? Can we just start? Yeah. yeah. This week, we're going to jump right into our podcast episode. Not too many stories in the intro like I usually do. But really quickly, guys, it's the holiday season. It's Christmas. And I really need your extra help. Just like one last push. So for the last six years, um, since my mother passed away actually six years ago, my family and I have spent Christmas Day with this family cooking playing and just having a great time so usually what I do is every year towards Christmas I reach out to my friends and I ask them to help me send a small contribution or donation so that we could help the children from the Angel Center Home for Abandoned Children have a wonderful Christmas day what we do is my family and I mostly my dad my brother and myself come together and we cook lunch for the kids this has been happening this is going to be the sixth year so i am trying to raise money for that and literally the 
littlest amount of money that you could spare for this would be great. There is a pay bill number, it's 891300 and the account number is 29507. Alternatively, I have put a link directly to the Mchanga link and you're able to see what the progress for the donations are and like literally I just need a 500 extra dollars because we were raising a thousand dollars in total I need five hundred dollars and we'll be able to make the cut but on to our episode for today I need to tell you a little bit about Abigail Arunga she's a girl that I figured we would have amazing banter with as we have had in the past So I called her over to record a podcast episode and like with no plan whatsoever. And these episodes are usually my favorite kinds because they always tend to surprise me. But I never imagined that it would be as eye-opening and as fun as it was. Definitely one of my best guest hosts ever. Welcome to the fly on the wall status of this conversation. You get to listen in on girls talk about relationships, first times, religious backgrounds and how they've affected our sexuality, sex toys, breakups, and we talk about breakups a lot and a lot more. Please don't forget to follow us. We're at the Spread Pod on absolutely everything. And if you're listening in on iTunes, please don't forget to leave us a review. It makes it easy for people to find us, helping us stay at the top. We're also newly on Spotify, so tune in there. Happy holidays and enjoy. Just expose myself to you, oh baby. So lay down your body and just expose yourself to me too. Because I want your love when you give me love. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the spread. And I just started recording even without introducing our guest host for today. No headphones. There's a theme song. It's playing now. You just can't hear it. Oh, can I make my... Okay. Okay, let's hear. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Okay. Do you want to copyright that real quick so no one steals it? No, I'm good. I'm good with sharing. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to want to share that, but... Listen... You can't speak for the world. Okay, if anybody wants uh, the <laughs> rights to that song, um, it's open copyright. But when you're done throwing shade, <laughs> I read what lipstick is made of. But, okay. but I was introducing you. Okay, go ahead. Our guest host for today is Abigail Arunga, hey. a poet slash author slash brains like Every time I think of you, I'm just like, this girl is brain. She's a journalist. Oh, my God. She's just a dope person all around. And I think that you also write erotic poetry. Am I right? I do. So, oh, my gosh. I hope you have some up because, like, I'm not letting you go without reading some of that shit. And then also we have to let people know where they can purchase your books and your poetry. Fun, fun, fun. And she's just really dope. But like, as you have already heard, and you are going to spend the rest of this podcast episode listening to how dope this chick is. Yeah. How did you and I like just get involved in each other's lives? I don't Irma remember. Girl. I don't remember, but I know you gave me my first selling poetry gig. No fucking way. Yeah, you were the first person to pay me to perform poetry. But You're be- like special. Oh my god! Aww. You don't remember? I do. It was ASAP. ASAP. Okay. My Karen oh, gig. Just checking. And and Valerie Kimani was performing at that gig. It was, was a, oh, that was your gig. That was one of our best gigs. Oh that really? Day? Yeah, that was one of our biggest gigs. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. And I remember like staring in awe at Valerie Kimani, and I was like, you know, like when you're in the presence of someone who can perform, yeah. and they're like good at it. Yeah. And you're just like, if I could only aspire. 
you and know. actually, I remember where I met you. You were performing at, there was a poetry slam happening at NIS. Oh, yeah. Wow. Am I right? Wow. That was Adele's open mic. Yes. And I got wow. Adele to perform at ASAP and I got you to perform at ASAP. Wow. Okay, look, can I just put you old? on the spot? We are not old. Time, are you sure? Time that is was old. like 10 years ago. Time is old. Time is a construct. Yeah. Please, can I? Okay. Do you want to read me some of that? Whatever it is you're reading on your phone. No, but I want to tell you what lipstick is made of. Oh, okay. It's not pig fat. What is it? <laughs> it's fish something. I thought it, I always thought it was Wax, fish scales. oils, and emollients. Oh, wait. Nope, 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 nope. Animal byproducts are still found in a number of lipsticks. <laughs> From ancient Egypt to the 19th century in Europe and the U.S., crushed insects were one of the most common lipstick ingredients because of the wide array of vivid shades it offered. <laughs> Uh, whoa. <sighs> Another ingredient frequently used to boost shine in lipstick is fish scales. Yeah. Oh. Basically, no vegans are okay. There's vegan lipsticks. Yes. There is. But like, if you're using Kaweda, Irene. Do you remember Irene? Which Irene was a really old lipstick. It was the only one that was available. It was green. What? But when you put it on your lips, it turned red. What? Do you? Did your? Did your? Does your mother wear makeup? No. Okay. This is That's a thing that you would remember from your mother if your mother uh, wore makeup because no. all of our mothers wore, wore Irene. That lip, it was the only one that was available and it's the only one that the vendors used to sell in town. You know those vendors yeah, who sell yeah, panties yeah. on the side yeah. of the road? Were the kids named after Irene possibly? Like why? Why? Okay. Irene, mind. I think, is a biblical name. You would no, know no, this no, it's more not. than me. It's not. Irene is not. Abigail is, but Irene is not. Huh. No. Who was Abigail in the Bible? Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, Irene was married to an idiot. Uh, Irene. Abby was married to an idiot called Nabal. Mm-hmm. She was obviously the superior one in the relationship, as happens today often. Yes. Not just for Abigail's. <laughs> but for women all around. And, yeah, for women all around. We are superior. Um, And so, David was, like, on a war crusade. King David. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, favorite of heart. After God's own heart, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, killing people to sleep I don't, with their wives, dude. But just go Sorry. for it. So, yeah. King David was on a crusade. Um, they they were hungry because they had run out of food because they had just come from war. Killing people is like no mean feat. So comes up to Nabal's farm. He's like, hey, can you feed us? And Nabal's like, no. Who are you? Wah, wah, wah. And Abby is like, you're a dumb fuck. Can you just feed these people? This is a king. Like, are you seriously saying no? You'll just like finish his war, go to his castle and come back and kill you. So Abigail arranged for food for, for King David and like his entire army. And then when King David went back to the castle, he was like, that bitch is smart. And she fine. So he came back and married her. <laughs> like, he was, yeah, like, bye, Nabal. Going to be a queen now. Uh-huh. So she became a queen. How is she viewed? When people Often. talk about Abigail. No one remember. Like, they're like, ah, she married an idiot. It's fine. Because I, I feel like I remember this conversation happening. Ha. Huh. At a wedding, at mm. a wedding that I was at last week, mm. the priest was talking about Abigail and David. Are you serious? Yeah, but I always zone but out like in a people like, have no idea. I just remember hearing the name Abigail and David <laughs> and just being like, like every time people start so to talk about weddings. the Bible, yeah. I zone you out. Zone out. Yeah. I like to know, um, my policy on religion is generally the more you know, the better you can argue. Mm-hmm. So I need to be able to take you down. Which is why I know stuff. Also uh, because I grew up Adventist but, and Adventists are generally focused on Bible study. But like, yeah. 
But do you feel like that just generally about things in life? Yeah, like movies, like any Tyler Perry movie. I cannot hate properly if I haven't watched it. Oh, I need okay. to like know what I'm talking about. Like, So you watch all Tyler Perry movies and I now you can hate number. them sufficiently. Yeah. Which is your worst Tyler oh Perry movie? Oh my gosh, there's so many bad ones. Okay, listen. Diary of a Mad Black Woman was the definition of a genre. Honestly, it yeah. was. But, like, when we got into, like, oh, my gosh, Acrimon. Okay, so the le- latest Tyler Perry movie I watched, Nobody's Fool. I was the fool. Oh, is that... Um... Tika Sumter, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. I was the fool. Me. The film was called Nobody's Fool, but I am the fool for yeah. going to watch the movie. By going to watch, you went to watch it on big screen. I did. Why would you do that? I, I feel like Tiffany Haddish films should not be watched on big screen. That's they not should be true. It's very Girl true. Girl's Trip was good. Yeah, but still not for big screen. Watched it's big screen. Oh, Jesus Lord. I also try really hard. I don't always succeed, but I try not to pirate stuff. Not pirate. You wait for the shit to come out on Netflix. I'm paying for Netflix. It's never on Netflix. Those movies are never on Netflix. Those shitty movies no, are always on Netflix. Netflix. No, they make too much shit. money from stupid people like me who go see them on the cinema. They're going to take so long. Did you see how long it took Black Panther to get on Netflix? Is Black Panther on Netflix? It is, but it took forever. And then sometimes it's That's on American true. Netflix and not Kenyan Netflix. Yeah, I, I, like our, our Netflix is so shit. I appreciate it though. It, like, and now I'm watching all the Christmas movies. Okay, I can't. I watch them because I need something to be playing at any given time. No, I can't. Are you those people? If I run out of YouTube, then I go to Netflix and I'll watch anything. I can't have silence at any point in my so life. So like during there sex, can are be... you playing YouTube? No. Do you no. have like sex playlists? But sex is the thing that distracts me. I can't For even what? listen to music when I'm having sex. I oh. get distracted from the sex. By music? Yeah. I start to like listen to music and you know, I'm also I'm like a musician. So I'm just like, oh, oh, I was just like, oh, hit the ah. wrong note. Oh, that key change. I can't listen to music that while key I'm having change. Yes. <laughs> Transition for the win. Uh, uh, <laughs> I uh. can absolutely have no music when I'm having That's sex. That's so hilarious. I become too involved um, in the music. Yeah, actually, I don't like music sex. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like music sex. Like I like sex for like sex sex, you know, yeah, yeah. like let's just like focus on each other. But sex is like super weird though. Like, it's a weird thing. Like Says the girl who slept with how many people? Hey, just listen. I'm just asking. I said two men. I, I'm just... Oh, girl. Sorry, my bad. Anyway. My bad. So I've only <laughs> slept with two men. Okay, no, I should stop saying I've only slept. I've slept with two men in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, how old are you? 30. Ooh. At this big age. Yeah. I just have a lot of... Um, Don't worry. I've slept... All the men that you think that you should have slept with, mm. I've slept with them. <laughs> They ain't shit. Yeah, yeah, all of them. <laughs> all of the ones you think that are missing in your life. I've taken care of it. Don't stress. Okay, so maybe then I should ask you, now that you've slept with all the men that I want to sleep <laughs> with, although in Nairobi there's like, I don't even... Yeah, on all of I, them. I just... <laughs> no, but like, they're like... I don't even... Hey, Nairobi. We're, I think like I think we're struggling as a city. What? In terms of like sex ability. I've been and, like, in Nairobi no for two words. months and I haven't had sex. This is this for me is very, 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 oh. very strange. <sighs> because I'm just like super duper uber scared of sleeping with people. Oh my gosh, that's where I am. Yeah. I'm so scared of sleeping with people. There's too much stuff that you can catch. Imagine sleeping with someone and then you find out they're like pro-life. Or like they like Cyprian oh, Fucking Yakundi. fuckery fuck fuck. My yeah. ex-boyfriend was pro-life. No, no, I can't. I can't do it. I'm sure I've had an ex who's pro-life, but like now... My ex-boyfriend age, was pro-life. He was slightly homophobic. It was a hot mess. Ow. I loved that man to oh, death. No. 
everyone isn't deserves that the love. worst yeah it is it that's is. the worst like we couldn't even we couldn't like there was we had no middle ground but you know like i mean i think love is madness like i think the cinema synonym for so love too. should be madness i, I think love makes you crazy yeah. like on the real like a bit like a like loco mm. like and i think that's why parents are so intense about their kids because they love them so much they can't even like be rational about like mothers like you yeah. came out of the like they can't be rational about Anything things to else. do with you like my mom didn't talk to me for two weeks when i moved out i was like this seems a bit excessive <laughs> ma. like <laughs> just two weeks and she accused me of stealing her car to move like but i told her about it yeah like, I, just, I don't know i think i think love is madness imagine falling in love with somebody and finding out that they argue with people in kim kardashian's <laughs> comment section <laughs> On that Instagram. would be a very sensitive spot for me because I really <laughs> like Kim Kardashian. So, but I don't argue with people in the comment section. Imagine if you found out that your partner was that person. I think I'm I'm okay with arguing in the comment section. I think it's like the bigger things. James Bond like, 007 Z12 Kenya two five four. Imagine if you find out like your your the person you're in love with or you're fucking because that shit might be contagious you don't know what anyway um <laughs> like appreciates robert ali's con- commentary on oh Kenya. jesus crossed imagine do you know that thing like it freaks me out like because i haven't fully decided if i think that you can actually get someone's spirituality from fucking them you like, can't i can like tell you how that many times free. is it it's, you can't okay. i mean i i i my ex-boyfriend and i were fucking yeah rubberless yeah. for two years <laughs> so there were no there was a lot of sperm inside <laughs> my vagina and he was a pro-lifer <laughs> so you're you're good actually it pushed what if it and, kicks and in he was later? also very religious what if it kicks in later <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid i can't i can't like what if it takes time like what it's what if it's like an insidious what if me what if sex is inception i become a pro lifer mm-hmm. me of well, all the people in the whole but maybe world. there's other stuff that's seeped maybe that's like a big one what if it's like the small like the you know tier c stuff you know pro life is like tier a stuff what about like tier d e f stuff what would you think what would you describe as a tier D pro life? Tier D A for the D. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgiven. Like, mm-hmm. when I take a shit, I undress. What if, like, if we were sleeping together, you start doing that? Just like because you know it feels free. No, I really want to know specifically with pro life what a tier D <laughs> thing is. Um maybe quitting use of i don't know i don't know quitting contraceptive no that's that's tier b um let's let's walk let's walk through the tiers start, okay, starting okay, from okay. a okay okay pro-lifers is is uh, just honestly you, your body does not belong to you yeah yeah which means you yeah. know men police your body you can't yeah. you can't you're you cannot have an abortion. Yeah. Tier and your a. uterus must be used. Yes. For the purposes of carrying a child. Absolutely. And you cannot tie your tubes without the consent of another male. Yeah. Which is actually the law in Kenya. Did you know that? I did. That's I did. tier A. I did. Oh, well, so th- what happens is most doctors refuse to do it if you haven't had children because I I don't want children. Mm. So I asked my brother because he's a doctor and I'm like, so bruh. Can you like tie him up? And he's like, no doctor in Kenya will agree to do that for you. Unless 
Like you if you haven't 30, had kids, thirty-five is the age. It's the age. Wow. So you have to be thirty-five. You have to be accompanied by a male. If it's not your husband, your brother. Imagine, which is what I was or your uncle brother. or your some other my bullshit. My father didn't know that I didn't want children until my breakup. So that's fine. Oh shit. Yeah, that's how he found out. I don't know who told him. Thanks, mom. But yeah, so that's tier A. Tier B is like you said, stopping contraceptives. I think. I think yeah, like if you if you start doing things like counting days <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i think it's ridiculous i'm sorry what counting you think counting days is ridiculous let me tell you why i literally know no one that that has worked for me are you serious yeah. like counting like yep 28 days i know when my fertility days are and i absolutely we'll my ex and i used to have sex with condoms on those days or he wouldn't come inside me yeah, I remember. And I actually, I and are I, you serious? I need to have a story time because I need to talk you about my pregnancy, which I will one time. Yeah, okay. totes. And the one time that I got pregnant was lit. You know, it, like I had become so consistent with counting my days that I began to believe that I wasn't capable of becoming pregnant. And so one time during the unsafe days, I, I didn't tell him during my high fertility days. I didn't tell him, and he came inside me, and I got pregnant. Yeah, you are a unicorn. You should have a shiny horn protruding from the middle oh my, of your. Funny you should say that. Right. I do. I have one. What do you mean? A shiny horn. What do you mean? Protruding. What do you mean? From. What do you mean? My. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Um, yeah. So. Wow, you're a unicorn. Okay, now you can be but my I example. B- but I believe that that there's other people who I'm sure there are. I've just never met them. Okay, so I see everyone what you're who ha- have met who counts days gets pregnant. Uh-huh. Every, like I've never met someone who that has actually worked for. So maybe all the people I'm meeting are bad at math, or maybe also there's apps for that. You know? Yeah. There, and my there app are. is so on point, and also so is my my cycle. I never even I n- thought my cycle, cycle was consistent until I got the app, and then my app now does the cycle for me. It's like, oh, oh your period gosh. is coming in two days. Oh gosh. And to a T. Before my um, before I got on the pill, which I got on because of sex, um, my period cycle was so irregular. It could be anywhere between. It usually kept between twenty to twenty four days. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would have a period at the beginning of the month. Sometimes I would have it at the end. Sometimes, like it was the, my period was all over the place. So I don't know if counting. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe regular periody people are. Do, do you use an app? No, I'm on the pill. Oh, okay. You're still on. So the, it's my app. Still on the pill. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop next month. Okay. So. Because I don't. I don't think I want to have sex again. Never. Except with like myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, should I buy toys now? Is this what people do? Like when you've been having consistent sex for years and then like, are you supposed to just be like, okay, so, because I can't get over like my trust things. I've never had sex with a man outside of a relationship. And you've been in two relationships. Yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't having sex in the first ones. Okay. Yeah. So how old were you when you broke it? When that's a, that's a social contract. When I shared <laughs> my vagina for the first time with yes. a heterosexual male. Yes. 23. Wow, you were a uni. fucking unicorn. I was out of uni, yeah. You didn't have sex in uni? And I was in USAU. 
Wow. You're a unicorn. You were in USAU <laughs> and you were not having sex. This is the unicorn episode. Yes. Yeah. But also I was going home every day. So actually that never stopped anyone in yeah. high school. I love my alma so, mater. It's so great. I still know the song. Is there a oh, reason? USAU of Africa. My alma mater, dear. We'll crown. I'm so sorry. I really love my alma mater. It was great. I don't, like, I this don't, isn't the time. Okay, I don't doubt you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. That was great. Yeah, so literally like after graduation. Okay, wait. Okay, I'm still very curious now. Uh, I'm very, very curious. So I just want to know why you waited until you were done with uni to ha- not to have sex. Because these niggas ain't shit. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But did you have an urge? Did you have a sexual urge? I had sexual urges to a certain point. Like I would do stuff with dudes all the time. I've sucked way more dicks than I've let dicks inside me. But it was to a point. It was like I never had the urge to like go past that because I don't trust these niggas. Was that really what that was? Was it a trust thing? It was a trust thing and it was a hyper hyper panic thing you know that hyper panicky thing that some virgins have some virgins like don't have the panic what it was like to be a virgin babe (laughs) i have a i had a hyper panic thing i was like all the diseases you can get if you do it raw cervical uh, cancer but also you came from that very religious background right yeah but that that wasn't a factor because if it was a factor then I wouldn't have been doing all of the other stuff that I was doing. I, I, I got through all the bases without mm. getting to an actual home run. I did everything before that. But mm. like, if it was that, then I wouldn't. So I remember when I had the religious complex, um, there was an incident with a partner and I felt guilty about it. Like it wasn't even, it was like maybe third base stuff. You know the bases, like the, the four, French fondle finger fuck, the four bases. Wow. French fondle finger fuck. So it was like maybe... Heavy petting, which is like two and a half base. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt so guilty that I made us pray after. But that was in a, that was a lot. So I got over that. Okay, that phase. This was just panic for health-wise. Like, what can I get? What does sleeping with this person mean? What will contraception do to my body? Um, how many times do you shower? <laughs> What's your relationship Before with soap? No, like in oh, life. Oh, okay. Like, You're thinking about the, the person. Yeah, and what I can get from you. Like it just, yeah. I was just like very, very in my head about it. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even coming was hard for the first couple of times because I was in my head about it. Because yeah. you know how you have to like let go or whatever to come? Yeah. It's very difficult for me to like release like like give myself permission to like okay you can orgasm now no you're not making him do too much work no this hasn't been too long no that's not pee mm. no you're fine like it's just very in my head no but that that's majority i i have so many women reaching out to me and asking about those things yeah. so it's so good that you're here to talk about that and it's your so personal intense. experience with that this so, so how do you begin to tell somebody to let go i actually I don't know how to be able to give that advice. How do you tell somebody I to let go? Know. I think you have to want to let go more than you want to live in fear. Mm. Like I was like, we're going to do this orgasm thing. I'm going to figure out my psyche. and Because you can retrain your brain to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know how some women have, um, what's it called? It's not vaginosis. It's vaginismus where your, your vagina does like this during mm. sex like it just claps together like a steel trap and refuses and everything is fine like you're wet you like this person you're in the mood blah 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 but like when it comes down to it 
Mm. It's it's entirely psychological. And I have friends who've gone through that and I'm just like so it can be for varied reasons. Some people the religious background thing where I have a friend who, like, you know, all your life are told, don't have sex, don't have sex, fornication is bad. But then as soon as you get married, have sex now, have sex now, have babies now, have babies mm. now. Your brain can't switch that off as easily as a pastor would require you to, yeah. to have children. It's yeah. not it's not fair to a woman to do that. You actually have to, like, psychologically, whether you need a therapist, I know she went to therapy, but, like, whether you need a therapist to do that or not, whether you can do that by yourself or not, that's, that's a talking to yourself thing. Mm. Yeah, because it's hard to let go. But also, if it takes really long question, like, if you actually want to be sleeping with this person, Person. like are you sure are you sure you can never be like 100 percent sure with sex i think yeah i'm really talking to myself here because i really don't want to have sex. like i not i really don't want to have sex i'm just but you're more about are you scared sex. about the emotional uh, um like is it emotional for you or is it physical for you like are you I'm worried about feet the way you're gonna feel or hurt because i'm worried about so, so actually maybe just a little bit of background for people who are listening because they don't understand but right. you're currently going through a breakup three right? weeks fresh sips <sighs> tea yeah. yeah so and i've never had sex outside of a relationship and i've slept with two men and i don't know how this works like i feel myself reverting to virgin abbey in my head like yeah. the panic and the health and all the things that you can get now and how and how people like just don't care about their sexual partners like not care about like respect enough to be like oh p.s i have herpes type one and this shit is permanent like mm. like people are so rude with their sex you know what i mean yeah. like it just feels very unsafe and yeah. and and so like physically that's what i'm scared of emotionally i'm scared of like opening up to someone in that way like very intimately like okay so what if you're having sex with someone who doesn't know you like if it's a i don't know someone you've known for less than a year which is now my definite anyway but like if they're up in your vagina first of all they're up in your vagina and it's just like he's up a in my vagina yeah and then like if you're not friends or you don't have like a basis or a foundation or whatever like if your vagina has a funny smell or if his penis has a wart like are you actually going to tell each other like yeah. that vulnerability is so scary for me so scary i'm just like who am I ever going to allow outside of my gyna and my girlfriends to look at my vagina? Because yeah. I know what all my girlfriends' vaginas look like. Yeah. But like, how? How do you do that? I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I've never had to do that. So yeah. I don't know how to do that. Huh. How did I even have sex the first time? I don't know. I don't know. I had to like, I. it was like a discussion topic. Like, you know, like if we had WhatsApp groups, then it would be like, it was a discussion topic. Like what, with I had your to girls? Like, with my girls, with my guy friends, random people on my face. But like I would at, like I'd like to gather data. Yeah. <laughs> and make like a decision after I've gathered the data. Mm-hmm. Like I literally had to like sit with like medical people and be like, So cervical cancer. Tell me about how it's the second, you know, biggest, most prevalent killer of women in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And how often do I have to go for a pap smear? Uh-huh. And men can give it to you and it's increased by the number of women they've slept with. Like, ooh, that was just I've like, never heard that. No, like like HPV, like the okay, chances yeah, of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was I'm I'm a panicker. Yeah. And that just crosses Sometimes over. it's not bad to be a panicker because it's all like better safe than sorry. But at times when it does affect your life or your well-being or your ability to be able to get into intimate relationships with other people, that's I think that's when you start to think about, okay, maybe I have a problem. Yeah, maybe. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to fuck my friends. 
Okay. That's my strategy right now. If I want to fuck. I don't even want to fuck though. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just I just miss feeling like intimate with someone. Like I miss feeling desirable to yeah. the person who I desire. And the thing with the breakup and the trying to find sex after the breakup is you, you're actually going to be searching for an, an exact feeling that you won't be able to find outside of the relationship that exactly. you had. So fun. And that's going to make you, that's going to yeah. make shit worse. So I, I would actually, <coughs> excuse me, I was like, should I just do like a celibacy thing or which is how I got into like, or should I get a sex toy? But do I don't you want have sex. a sex toy? No, I don't. None Do, whatsoever. Uh, these little guys count. <laughs> <laughs> she show me her guns. <laughs> but yes, absolutely, you should get a sex toy. But I don't. It's not going to be the answer to to the problem. It's just I just think everybody should have a sex toy. But I don't want sex. I want intimacy. Like what I crave is not penetration and orgasms. I can get that. I'm, well, I can get or I can have sex with myself and have orgasms, right? Yeah. So what I crave is not also I also feel like I generally have a lower libido than average. Okay. Like my like if normal people are here, I'm just like right here. <laughs> and but, also, what is the normal? Um so normal maybe inside my circles, I guess. Like Yeah, it's really hard to be able to judge. It's hard normal. to judge. I like know I I'm like, hypersexual. For what sure. is hypersexual? I I have way not not way, I wouldn't say way too much sex. But I've had tons and tons of sex. Uh, my libido is higher than anybody I've ever slept with. And oh, I've slept yeah? with a lot of people. Higher but like I anyone? anybody that I've ever slept with and unicorn unicorn <laughs> and also i you know at certain points in my life i have felt guilty about the way that i have sex or like the sex that i have just situations that i get myself into that are not necessarily very safe okay and i've felt bad and i've i've cried to my friends about thinking that i had a sex addiction and like oh maybe i need to be celibate that was my reason for Ooh. being celibate which i did for about a month um, <laughs> <laughs> or two and um but how do people judge sex addictions also uh i judged it as an addiction of any kind like when i feel like maybe i've been binge drinking too much gotcha. okay and okay, just okay. like that thing that makes me feel bad like but did I'm, you actually feel that about the sex yeah i did okay i did okay. i felt terrible terrible okay. you know like one of those where you fall into a depression for a few days because of some mm. shit that you've done mm. that's that that you shouldn't be feeling that way about sex. It should mm. be this beautiful thing. So um, I've been a, a lot more clear about my sex this year mm. and only allowing, like being very strict and only allowing myself to get into situations that suit me or that leave me feeling better as opposed to like shit. Because sometimes oh. I'm just like, I just want to fuck. Yeah. And then I fuck and then it's just like, that was a mistake. I shouldn't <laughs> have done that. But how do you even do like, so like back to like the putting yourself in the situations, like, so one of the things I've been thinking about post-breakup is, like, like, the bed I'm sleeping on is still the bed that I slept in with my ex. Like, are we going to rent a hotel room? I don't want to come to your house. I would prefer you to be in my space. Yeah. But I don't want you to come and fuck me on the bed that my ex... Like, I, how, do you, how do you pick the situations when they're happening? Like, how do you, how do you engineer the... Cur like, the new people? Yeah, like the new people. Oh, man, I don't have any, like, hang-ups. 
<laughs> I don't this have hangups about yeah. that shit. So the only thing I have hangups with is if I'm trying to hook up with my ex, I don't want to fuck him in his bed mm. because I'm just like, how many, I start to think about how many other girls have you fucked in this bed, that. you know? That. Um, that's, that's one thing. Um, but I also try not to have hangups. I've actually never slept with my ex in his space. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we've ever had sex after our breakup, it's always been in my space where I feel mm. safe. Mm. Um, but with new people, I don't care. I act, I don't care. I'm very safe. I'm very, very safe with all of my partners, all of my sexual partners. Um, and I get tested very often just because of how often I have sex <laughs> with new people. Do you make them get tested? Because I have a paranoia about how... No, like, because sometimes we're meeting each other for the first time and the last yeah. time. So yeah. You don't have that power. Oh, my gosh. You see, this <laughs> is what I mean. I'm reverting to 23-year-old Abby because 23-year-old Abby was like... We're gonna get tested today, and then we're gonna get tested in three months, and we're fine. And if we're fine, then we'll have sex. Like, uh, yeah. Like I'm very. I'm just yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that but is. But I like that that we're very yin and yang because because I can learn to understand you and I'm people who are like you, I'm and then you can you you can understand me and and people I'm who so are like me. About how to get to the point where I don't have hangups? That would be so great. Like if I could just not be in my head so much i feel and i mean i i really don't want to be the one to give advice (laughs) (laughs) but you've had sex with everyone i want to have sex with that is correct i feel like therapy is the answer Hmm. i know an absolutely very brilliant sexology um sex therapist she's fan fucking tastic and she focuses on things like that like um just sort of guiding people on how to let go and how to have better orgasms or even orgasms in the first place or how to release that orgasms in the first place thing Mm. is a problem with other people right yeah but like i know like so many people who have never like women who have never had an orgasm i know a ton of people who have never had it pains me it does but okay so like people who are not so how when you've said therapist how that has interpreted in my abbey the 23 year old mind is mm. we have to go to therapy together with the person I'm trying to fuck because if I'm in this mindset and your mindset is all the way over there I need us to be aligned in such a way that the acts that we are doing are significant to us in the same way not significant like heavy but like whatever significance we're according this sex is yeah. the same like I need you to be on my wavelength when we're understanding about like I need you to be understanding of me as that person and I understand that, what you're saying, but I really feel like this particular thing is a you thing. And mm. regardless of whether you take it into your relationship, it's something that you Or lack thereof. It's something that you need to discover for yourself because it has nothing to do with anybody else. And now you're just like preempting the fact that it's only going to ever be relationship sex, which you might find, it's possible that you might or might not find that when you go into therapy that actually the thing that was blocking you is just the thing that is you, it's it's a me new as thing opposed more to than me and the other person. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can talk to your therapist about uh, whether you want to introduce somebody else into the room. Or what if you can't afford a therapist? What about these women who are like... They are therapists that are affordable. What is affordable? And all the way down to free. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the way from free upwards. Yeah. Um, I actually had a, a conversation with my followers on Instagram about therapy. And I was, I reached out and I said for everybody to throw in like names of therapists from free to like however many thousands and um 
a lot of people commented. I have a little highlight on my at the spread pod page. If you click on that, you will see the list of the therapists. I need to refer that to. Amani Counseling Center is really good. I've heard I heard that was the most common one. Anything they have like free consultation um, sessions, Mm -hmm. and then if you can't 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 afford therapy, they can come up with a plan for you. you. And they literally work with your budget. Do they have specific sex therapists? They they don't. Amani Counseling Center, from what I know, doesn't have specific sex therapists. But I do know a very good sex therapist who um i mean i'm i'm definitely willing to share their contacts all right noted for future reference yeah and if anyone is listening and you guys uh think that this is something that might be of interest to you or something that you might need if you want the sex therapist's number um please just either slide into my dm on instagram at the spread pod or just send me an email on host at the spread podcast.com that's a nice little uh, bonding sesh. <laughs> and to take a short commercial break, just to remind you guys that we do have the Nairobi flea market happening this Sunday at the Alchemist. This is going to be the last Sunday that the Nairobi flea market is happening. Please be sure to follow us on at the Nairobi flea market for more details as we end the year and as we go into the new year for those of you that are interested in becoming vendors or if it's a social scene that you would like to be a part of all brought to you by kaz entertainment so unicorns unite yes unicorns unite we are (laughs) yin and yang babe i feel like that so let's move on to some like lighter topics Not deep, heartfelt, heart-ripping. Yeah. When I asked Abigail to come on to the show, I really didn't know what we were going to talk about. And when I asked her what she wanted to talk about, she said butt stuff. You actually said three things. You said anal play, pegging, mm-hmm. and ethical porn. Yeah. Let's start with anal play. Okay. So, um... <laughs> like, don't even breathe. Just jump in. But, you know, if you're doing anal play, breathe and don't jump in. Also. Yes. Like, not too quick. Um. So, I've never done anything anally outside of requesting like I'm not asking for anal sex but I'm like can I stick my finger in your bum and most guys are like you're crazy you're a crazy person not happening but one person allowed me to and I like put like lube on my finger and I was like oh, let's do it and I like started going and it was just like nope 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 stop so that's like the extent of anything anal that has ever happened although what was very interesting to me was that i realized in the last couple of years that i like um not rimming but like like perineum action Mm -hmm. on you yeah on me Mm -hmm. like not not at the hole just like near the hole okay you know like the part that rips during pregnancy yeah (laughs) so fun to remember um that that that's that's very nice Mm -hmm. so i don't know how people generally find out like I guess that's how people find out. They like they hear podcasts and they're like, "Oh, let's try anal play." <laughs> nope, don't like that. How's about this? Yeah, I guess. Um, and then I started watching gay porn because gay porn just seems more. When I say gay in this context, I mean man on man. It just seems a lot more enthusiastic and authentic to me than like like the like everyone looks like they want to be there. And the sounds aren't like fabricated. 
Huh. I don't I've know. I never thought about that. And I, I'm a sucker for gay porn. Gay porn yeah. is my fave. Right? Yeah. So like, but I just, I've never thought about it like that. Like it being more authentic. Yeah. Like it just feels like. But that's so if true. You, if you, if you want, like it's a, it just, it just really feels more genuine to the yeah. point that like, I'm not as good at watching like my regular porn hub stuff. But like when I started watching gay porn, particularly beefy Scottish looking men, but like, I like, wow. I like to watch men being dominated. Uh-huh. Whether it's by a man or by a woman, and pegging videos and like, it's just it's just very um. It just feels realer to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think um, in this day and age, we're more attracted to things that feel more authentic and more mm. real. Like I can make those fake sounds. I'm a scriptwriter. Yeah, like I can do it myself. I just don't want it or to amateur sound. porn. If it's so, gonna be if it's gonna be straight, yeah, and you know, Pornhub has like an amateur verified section now, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, wow, okay. Um, but like amateur, I still need angles in cinema. If we're talking about, I actually don't. I do. <laughs> I need for it to be amateur. Also, I'm a voyeur, so I really like okay. to watch like videos As, that were filmed of people and they weren't when they didn't know where they were oh filming from. Like I watch. I really love to watch women masturbating, but like people having filmed that without. Which is really Cause. also maybe not ethical. Yeah. <laughs> First clue. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> because I can always tell and I always like when I search it on Pornhub. Cause. I know. Just let me finish. Okay. <laughs> you can tell that really, they didn't know. You really judged. Yeah, I'm because so because there's videos of there's videos the similar videos of like women masturbating where they're making it look like they weren't being yeah filmed, but, but they were i'm just like liar you knew yeah. this this camera you guys planned this shoot yeah i'm like i want the ones where like the peeping tom went used his phone yeah. and filmed from the window but do you think they know like before they load the video do you think the peeping tom was like oh i took this video no damn it i really think i know does this is are we segueing into our conversations about ethical porn now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, let I me d- just eat but, the mango. Yeah, but like you can't. I mean, mm. but that's creepy. For as you fuck. guys that are into a- ASMR, <laughs> this is for you. I'm uh, eating a mango. Oh, should I keep quiet so that like? <laughs> oh, okay, here. Mm. <laughs> I feel like mm. okay. I've moved on. Um, if it's any consolation, I there was a time in my life when I enjoyed this is so listening to people fucking, but they didn't know that I was listening. Like if they were using I my house to fuck, I would go listen at the door and masturbate. No, just laugh. Because I think wow. sex is weird, as I said at the beginning. It's just weird, like banging bodies, slapping like sweaty bits. <laughs> like it's such a weird thing. Like we're just plugging something into a hole or, you know, whatever, over and over again. And the sounds are weird. And it's just weird to me. And we're trying so hard to like rub on like a. P- it's just, no, but I wouldn't mess. But I, I would laugh because I think sex is just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would listen at doors, yeah. You know what else I really find very sexy? But this for me, sexy, not for, not for like l- l- shits and giggles. Um, I really like, and this has happened to me sometimes, when people are in the same room or in the same bed and then they start masturbating because they think that you're asleep. I do that all the time. You masturbate when, pe- when people think that you're asleep. That shit turns me I do that all the on. Time. Because like, I I've been think. awake when that's happening like a few times and I'm just like... A few times? Oh. <laughs> 
People ain't slick. People like to masturbate with me in the bed, I guess. My ex used to like be like, I know you're mas like you're loud. Like <laughs> you're so loud. Like he would know. You'd moan? No, but I think I would like cramp up and he would like uh, sense like the muscle spasm. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Well, out of curiosity, why were you masturbating when your partner was asleep? Because he was asleep. Wake him up. There's no point. Or did you want your own orgasm? No, there was no point. Nothing would happen if I woke him up. Like once he had slept, I've never experienced this sexy time thing for wake him up in the middle of the night because you have an urge. Yeah. Every guy I've ever slept with, the two. Yeah. (laughs) It's like when you wake them up, nothing's going to happen. They're going to be pissed. (laughs) There's like sexy time mood is ruined. So it's just like, guess I'm going to rub one out. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked for you, don't say it It doesn't work. It hasn't worked for me (laughs) thus far. Yeah, I'm one of those like, wake the fuck up, I'll suck your dick, and let's fuck. I've tried that. Nothing. No. No. Okay. Back to ethical porn. So, um, because I was like, so when I started watching porn, it was obviously by mistake. It was one of those DVDs that was circulating in my high school by mistake, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like the first time I like, you know, on purpose on purpose watch porn because like when i was younger like they weren't like blue movies they were like movies that had sex in them that were open to public consumption how do i explain do you ever watch like um uh there's a movie called sliver anyway just movies where people were fucking and it would turn me on a little bit when i was Mm. younger but like as i got older and then you know you get the dvd and then you start watching the l word (laughs) um yeah yeah and the real l word anyway oh yeah 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 <laughs> and then um i uh when i started watching like pornhub i was just like there's so many things going on with this site that i'm not okay with i'm not okay with how so school child porn just i can't you mm. and like stepdad porn i can't oh i fucking love that shit i can't I always look for like sibling it porn. W- it w- I can't. Mother, it was me. Mother, and I watch Game of Thrones. Father, son. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. So like personally to me, there were so many things that even like in the in the like the little advertisements at the top that pop up. I'm just like, do these people even know that their faces are like I I, I overthink porn. So, um, and then the storylines would bug me. Like it's so fucking unrealistic. Like I'm delivering pizza like stop like oh so annoying and i don't know if it's just because i'm a writer or because i'm a script writer but it just irritates me mm. so i was like okay what other porn do people watch when they don't want to watch shit porn mm-hmm. so when i looked up not shit porn, porn. <laughs> how did you look so it up i think i just looked up porn with a storyline or something okay or maybe because i'm interested i was interested at the time like you know you put stuff out into the universe and stuff comes your way i don't yeah. know yeah so then I stumbled upon Erica Lust. Erica Lust is like a Swedish I filmmaker. La 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 love Erica Lust. I would never have guessed. <laughs> so <laughs> find Erica Lust. Go look at Lust Cinema. I'm just like I'm not paying fifteen pounds for porn. Mm-hmm. And then years later, I'm like, okay, I'll pay fifteen pounds for a porno. Mm-hmm. So I like downloaded my first ethical porno thingy this year, and I haven't even finished watching it. But I'm like. I don't know. Is it that like so with porn or porn or like X video porn browsers, whatever? It's like a bit violent, and I'm I was like, mm-hmm. do I need that like the patriarchy to be porn. good? The patriarchy of porn, because Erica Lust is very like 
gentle. I mean, it's fine that it's gentle. Yeah, it's almost like, feminist porn. It is feminist porn, but like, am I less of a feminist if I don't love feminist porn? No. Like, I haven't even finished downloading the movies. I was that, like, I watched like, because it's like a five in one collection thing that you yeah. pay for and then you download them and you watch them on your desktop or whatever. I've watched like one and a half of those and? fast forwarding rapidly. Oh, so really? It's, like, it's okay, but like, it's not like it, it lacks the. It lacks mm. a, I don't know. And I'm like, gosh, have I bought into like the violence that porn is supposed to be? Because mm-hmm. I don't even like that stuff in my real sex life. So why why do I like it as I watch it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And not that I like like the choking and the, oh my gosh, is there ever a bigger surprise than when you thought you were watching an innocent porn video and then she starts like, um, like making her gag to throw up doing the sex. I was like, wait, wait, that wasn't in the labels for the porn, you know? She starts making herself gag. No, the, the person who she's sleeping with starts making her gag. Oh, fucking! I've never yeah. seen that in my that whole entire life. I was watching, uh, watching. I was watching an. Is her name Asa Akira? Asa, whatever. Mm-hmm. The 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 Asian chick, and and then she just like reaches her hand up behind and like stuffs it into the girl's mouth, and I was just like, that wasn't in the labels. <laughs> Did she throw up? She started. Fucking and then I was just I like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I was just like, no, I. I can't. So I don't know what I want with porn. I thought I wanted ethical porn. I got it. Gay porn is also starting to tire me now. Yeah. Um. I don't do porn hub often. So I don't know. I think you're just going to have to like. Have go, more sex? Go the old fashioned way and just use your imagination. Damn it. That's what I do for work. Do I have to do it for play too? Like I'm a writer. I have to make stuff up. Now I have to do that for this too. Come on guys. Please tell me about your erotic poetry. Um, so I was having a lot of sex and then I decided to, what's your definition of a lot of sex every day? Okay. Yeah. Um, which I can't even do now. I think my vagina was younger. No, that's a lie. That's a rumor. (laughs) But like I was, you know, like first flush of relationship. Mm -hmm. So I was having a lot of sex and I wrote about it Mm -hmm. because poems kept coming out as I was, you know, no pun coming. Um, and yeah, that was, that was how it started. Can I please hear? You can read some of my poetry to your audience, sure. Oh, ooh, that would be fun. But can I also just like have you also just do one of your pieces before I, before I, we before we go? I mean, I'm not saying we're going now. I'm just saying before just, we go, can, like, can okay, we please so I'm actually like really shy. Yeah? But like I'm, I, I as the person who gave you your first paying gig as a poet, I feel wow. like I I feel like I have some. It all comes back i feel you like i deserve one thing in a safe space <laughs> all of a sudden i feel like, I be ha- like I, you owe me 25 wow. percent and i'm not even i don't i'm not asking for I money oh you you see how the patriarchy works <laughs> you see you do one thing until all of a sudden it means this i paid you money this is what they do i paid for the first date mm. yeah 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 now now i want my oh, i'm scared of dating <sighs> Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm actually scared of dating, but for other reasons, it's just because the pain of having gone through a breakup for me was is I, like is a pain that I don't think I I don't want to go through that again. Yeah, I'm not ready for breakups. I'm not ready for breakups, but also I'm only a year out of a breakup, so at the only a year. Yeah, I at think the older year. you get, the harder it it is to to deal with pain. I th- really very 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 much believe that the older that I get. The, the harder less. it is for me to, or, or people generally, the harder it is for us because we know more. You know, ignorance is bliss. That's actually the perfect definition of. Ignorance you know how is left bliss. it can go. 
you know the depths of pain you can feel yeah Pain. you're very much aware also Pain. you overthink things when you're older or rather you don't necessarily overthink them but you think more about them so now i'm just like i i i have been hurting for the last year and one i don't want to take my hurt into somebody else's life because i sure as hell do not want anybody's hurt to come into my life i want people to come clean and showered no, from their last relationship but there's no such thing no that's not true there's no such thing as someone who comes unscarred I mean, it's not about coming on scar. Just, just you know, unpack your baggage and come with an empty bag. Let me fill your bag <laughs> That's not a with thing. more baggage. That's not a thing. It, I know, I believe it because See, I unpack your bag. Yeah, don't come, uh, don't bring me baggage. It's not a thing, fam. Don't. I honestly know. Everyone comes with baggage. You can't undo your, the things that have shaped you to the person you are. That's like saying you're gonna date a religious person again. <laughs> Girl, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, unpick your brain. Okay, so wait. What I mean is, uh-huh. you know when people come with, like, heavy laden? Cumbered with a lot of care. That's a hymn. I love it. Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah. Wow. I'm very, I'm pretty Adventist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, like I said, the young to your ying. <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't want... Yeah, I don't want you to come heavy laden with your Can I be with your burdens laden? to my feet. Can I be lightly laden? Come I just on. like if you're coming with your baggage, which you will, because at the time by the time we reach this time in our lives mm-hmm. and we're meeting people, we're not expecting them to come with empty boxes. No. We want them to come with. Let your baggage be neatly packed in in very well shaped. So you want me to be an wrap. adult about my baggage? Yes. Okay, I can. I can. That's fine. So don't come to me with like. especially victims man don't come to me with victim mentality like oh my god i've gone through all of this which is what i'm feeling right now you know i've just gone through a breakup and then exerting all of this hurt on somebody else you know that hurt people hurt people so i don't want any of that like oh i was i was abused do you believe hurt people Uh, hurt people uh, this is not triggering i don't mean for this to be triggering to anybody i understand abuse i grew up I was abused as a child. I, you know, I've dealt with all of that shit and I get it. But I feel like people need to go through some kind of therapy to be able to deal with their problems so that they can better relate to other people. I get that. And that's the kind of relationship that I would want. I get that. I can understand that. Yeah. I can understand that. Just don't expect me to come. Yes. So it was just um, semantics, basically. Yeah. That were our, um, our main points of consention. I'm trying to find, okay, I know how this sounds, but I can't find my book. <laughs> Just give me a second. Wow. I know. Ding, 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 I know. Ding, ding, I just, um, what happened was, every time I put it onto my phone, my phone deletes it. I New phone, maybe? Yeah. It is a new phone, but like, even in my old phone. New phone, is, who this? New phone. Apparently not my book. Okay, when I find it, you can read it out. Yes. But one of but my favorite ones, I bet I can find it on my Instagram, um, is a poem I wrote actually when mm-hmm. I hadn't had sex with this particular person, but I was thinking about having sex with him while having sex with this other person. Say that again. I was in a relationship. I wasn't trying to cheat on the person I was with, mm-hmm. but I was hanging around this other person and I would get very wet. Mm-hmm. Then I would go to this other person and have sex with him mm-hmm. with wetness inspired from the other person. Okay. Yeah. 
That's unethical. I don't think so. I thought about it before. (laughs) That's unethical because you know what that is? A lot of people call that kind of sex Mm -hmm. being monogamish. Where you where you introduce thoughts about other people into your sex with but your partner, but it wasn't on purpose, and it wasn't like I was thinking about that other person doing the sex. It's just I had wetness from the other person oh. doing the sex. It's not like I was like, "Oh my gosh, Michael," but the person's name is Sarah. No. Okay. No. Okay. Like okay. Calm down. No, no. I'm just. I was actually gonna make your unethical situation ethical. That's okay. All I was going to do because I was gonna. Were you? Like, Were you? <laughs> Because um, from where I stand. I'm here for you, sis. I'm here for you. Oh, this is a good one for you to read. This one isn't by me, but it's in my book. It's by uh, a friend of mine called Kylie. You know Kylie. Maybe. I feel like you've... Anyway, um, I love this one. So uh, you're just going to... Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Do you need this a one... right, something? Or are you good? It's yeah. called... This piece that I'm about to read is called <laughs> I Glory in It. <laughs> okay. The way you swell in my mouth, that I can taste all of you at once. The soft, reluctant whimpers stroking my back. Stroking, stoking my Mac. Oh, okay, cool. That the next you will get better game than those that came before. Can you feel them in my circling tongue? Each trick taught, each skill practiced. The secret in which belongs to whom, enforcing the power behind my gift, and the satisfaction in being the only commonality. <laughs> She's okay. like, I'm gonna say your dick. Yeah, but that then is. I'm gonna say it. I love it. I love that one. Okay, okay. I'm not giving back her phone. The next poem is going to be performed by Abigail Arunga. Thank you. But I need my phone for my poem. Girl, I know you got some stuff in I your don't. head. I never do. I'm not that chick. I haven't performed in a very, very long time. Really? And even when I would perform, I wouldn't memorize. So are you going to re- let me read Breakup Poetry or no? Do it, babe. Okay. Cool, cool. Do whatever you feel is the Break closest to your heart right piece. now. Oh my gosh, I'm so confused. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for you. I'm here for everything that you're feeling. You are valid. So you told my ex. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> fuck the ex. I know, right? Which I'm you're about actually to. trying to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> what I'm trying to do. Fuck okay. the ex. This is a short piece I wrote on, uh, I'd say that I was feeling quite blue. It's called Today. <laughs> this feels like a familiar feeling that I can't remember feeling before. The pain comes and goes, typical of waves of grief, where sometimes there's nothing at all and you go through an entire day without thinking anything of it and then you wake up the next day and it's present, surrounding you like a body that used to lie beside you. Today I woke up with it and I couldn't move, so dense was the presence. Hours later, pressed by life, which has no regard for feelings, I got out of bed and did something, anything. I tried to remember the world, my work, my family, my, you know, the other things that are supposed to help the assuaging. I left the dead body where it belonged. Then it hit me again when I was watching one of my favorite shows and it was nothing. Nothingness, really. One of the characters has cancer and her husband is telling her it is going to be okay. He hugs her in the specific way that she holds his arm is the way that I used to hold his. And the wave is here and the dead body is back. 
scraping its withered bony finger over a well-worn crack in my heart. Is you snap your finger? Oh, wow. <sighs> hey. Yeah, so that was Monday. <laughs> that was not, that was not good. At here, yeah, on you're not finished, like, finding a formula. I hope you're not looking for, for some kind of, like, peace <laughs> <Guidance>. in me. <laughs> no, hope. I, um. I mean, I believe everybody does breakups different also. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's one of the most stressing things in life. It is. Up there with death. They say that. M- and moving. Moving is. I feel like moving is higher than death, maybe. I don't know, guys. Moving is the worst. I Anyway, yeah. Yeah. But it's also because I haven't had a, like a breakup in such a long time. Like a breakup that broke me. Mm. As opposed to a breakup that was like an agreement. Not that this one broke me. This one was like amicable, but it's still, you know, painful. A, I literally a breakup is a breakup is a breakup. Yeah, because it's it's you ah, lose so that. many things. You let go of so no, many things. A breakup is not a breakup is not a breakup. Let me tell you, there's some breakups. I was like... I was split. I don't even know how to... Like, the ones that are, like, horrific. Mm. Ooh. Like, the ones where he gives you a stupid reason. Mm. Or ghosts. Or does some shit. I feel like those are worse for me than, like, irreconcilable differences, which was this one. You know? Mm. Ooh, the other ones, I'm just... The ones that have broken me proper, Mm. they've been, like, two in my life. But, like, I... (laughs) Like my body collapsed within itself, you know what I mean? Like a fucking like a black hole shit. Like, mm-hmm. like st- hey no, like still crying about it years later. Got books out of them though. I'm just mm. saying, just pouring that out. <laughs> Maybe I should start creating buzz for uh, you know that, the next book <laughs> coming soon. Coming soon. You heard it here first, literally, because <laughs> you haven't written it. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> no, I get it. I funny enough, my last two breakups were my most painful, but also they were the most amicable. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. Both of them the most amicable, both of them the most painful. And like painful to near death experiences. Like I found myself in one of them practically killing myself. Oh no. Yeah, I was laying in bed waiting to die and the only thing that kept me alive is the fact that I didn't die. That was it. Otherwise, I was halfway there. Oh my god. Yeah. And it was amicable. And it was amicable. What is it about What is it about like the splitting of heart? What is it? What is I have it? no idea. And I think that's why it's called heartbreak. It really is. It's a break. Yeah. Yeah. But like what like why? I like it's not like your life isn't full without this person. It's not like you weren't surviving without them before. What is it that makes us so intrinsically broken when this shit ends? Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, I don't know how to explain. Like, your friends, with your friends, like, the depths of friendship are so much more. They've known you longer. They're, mm. like, super intimately acquainted with who you are as a person. You have, like, love from all these other places, fulfilling career, blah, blah, blah. All those things that... The, the, you know the checks on the list why is it that romantic love specifically is so jarring what is that you know I don't know I mean I don't know because even when I think in the past to friendships that have broken up 
none of them have ever come close to the pain that I felt with a partner breaking up. Like, I can walk away from a friendship. Mm. <laughs> and I love my friends. I can walk away from a friendship. I'll cry for a few days. I won't die. But, and uh, this is my fear of dating right now. I'm just like, I get way too attached. I feel like sometimes I'm highly codependent. I get that. And I think that might be a part of like why the breakups are so hard. I just, I can't be that person anymore. I feel like I can't give that kind of love anymore because. It'll finish you. Exactly. I will die. Yeah. So like the codependency. So is that what it is? Like you become so codependent on. You can't be codependent on your friends. Not really. Not if they're not like living with you and fucking you. Yeah, exactly. I suppose you give a lot more into a relationship, both physically and emotionally, than you do into any other relationship with your family, with your. Yeah, you're not trying to fuck your dad unless it's a porno. Yeah. Or, you know, unless you're trying to fuck your dad. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I've been puzzling over that. Mm. that gives me something to think about yeah because yeah. i'm like i i don't get it like i met you jana like in comparison of all my relationships yeah like, i met you jana there's people have been in my life for 10 years why is this so yeah but i think it's also like what we were talking about like letting go of the dream mm. like you knew like all the trips that you were gonna go together you knew you were gonna see the first time he did you know something that he's really wanted to do mm. or something they've always you know that stuff yeah. Guy, we've come back. We were supposed <laughs> to be like pegging. Ooh. Pegging will have to. You know what you know what the best part about this is? That I've really had a really, 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 really wonderful time with you. Aww. And and just like a, you know, a combination of everything from fun times to like really hearty times and everything. Yeah. And so will you come back? I mean I mean <laughs> you got Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, bitch. <laughs> Yeah. I can be bribed by the nuts. I'm a, I'm a sucker for like nuts. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> nuts. I got you. No, yeah. yeah. I think the next time we come on to talk about pegging, we need a heterosexual male Kenyan. <laughs> if there's anyone Ooh. who's willing to participate and talk about anal play. That way we can Ooh. ask all the questions we want. We can talk about why pegging and anal play is not gay <laughs> and why a lot more people should be doing it. How is that not obvious, guys? Your G-spot is in your bums. They don't. How do you not know your G-spot is in your bums at this big age? Because they don't research. And also you've assumed that everyone who's listening to this podcast is at a big age. I, I feel like I knew about G-spots in men when I was 17. Yeah, but you're not the average cookie. Are you saying I'm special? I'm saying you're a little <laughs> chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but thank you. It's an interesting flavor after we've just talked about pegging, but whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I really, really have had a really wonderful time. Guys, please make sure that you buy. Is your book available online? Yes. So, <laughs> the book story with my ex. Um, yes, on Rugano Books, you can get both of my books. The first one is like mushy love, heartbreak. Like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. The second one is just like dick, dick, dick. So, I'll tell you when the third one comes out. But they're both on Rugano Books, which is ruganobooks.com. Like, Rugano, like, like. Rogano, I'm saying it wrong, but like say like a cute like RuganoBooks.com. Also, the link is in the description box. Below. There we go. <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, anything else you want us to follow or? Ooh, my Snapchat is secret, so no. 
Um, Abigail Runga on Instagram, Abigail Runga on Twitter. Hey, slow down. You're talking so fast. How is anyone going Abigail to know Abigail Arunga on Twitter and Instagram. You won't find me on Facebook. Yeah, that's about it. Yes. Thank you for being a guest. You're welcome. Is there anything you want to leave our listeners with? I still don't fart. Oh, damn, bitch. <laughs> I, bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. What a wonderful episode. Thank you, Abigail. Be sure to find all of her stuff in the description box below. And if you have any questions or queries for us, please send us an email on host at thespreadpodcast.com. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media marketing streams. We are at the spread pod on everything. Until we meet again, goodbye. With you, cause with you I had no fear. Because my soul is ready and my heart is vacant. I want you to be with me every step I'm taking. Cause I know I found something special. That's why I just wanna lay down my body and just expose myself to you. Oh baby, so lay down your body and just expose yourself to me too. I want your love, will you give me love, make my dream a reality, 